inning, 10-3. It's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge backflip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this new episode of Flippin' Bats. Today is a big day because MLB The Show 23 early release is today. And as I've hired before, Ramon Russell, the man at San Diego Studios and MLB The Show, is joining me. We're going to ask every question you want to know, all the updates to Diamond Dynasty franchise, the new collab with the Negro Leagues this year, the new legends and how it was like getting Derek Jeter involved, how that process all came together, the process of getting new legends involved, and of course, gameplay. This is the big one. Ramon talks all about it, the process of changing the gameplay, what they did this year. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, so without further ado, let's get to it now and welcome in Ramon Russell. All right, I am pumped to be joined now by Ramon Russell, the man over at MLB The Show in San Diego Studios. Today is the day, my friends. MLB The Show 23 is finally released. And as is tradition, I got Ramon back on the show. What's up, my friend? How are you? Oh, what's going on, Ben? It's, it's great to be here. Yeah, early access is live and in effect. Early access today. What is the day the full game is released to everybody? Oh, that'll be Monday on the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I, I, I'm so excited about this game. And one thing that really the first thing I think anybody heard about the game this year is the cover. So Jazz Chisholm is on the standard edition cover and Derek Jeter on the other cover, which is now the captain edition of MLB The Show 23. I want to start there with that cover. I feel like for the last couple of years, Ramon, people have been wondering, is Derek Jeter going to be in the game? And I swear every single video that you guys release, people are just looking for the number two anywhere to see <laughs> yeah. if maybe Derek Jeter is going to be in the game. It hasn't happened until now, and he's on the cover. What was that like getting Derek Jeter to be on the cover of the Captain Edition game this year? Oh, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, we've wanted to get Derek Jeter back in the game for a while now. And this year it finally worked out and we knew we had to do something special. Uh, so we created a brand new edition called Captain's Edition. The hat is back, you know, the steel book is back, you know, in a crazy way. And we couldn't just, you know, put Derek Jeter on the cover with a photo, right? Like we've all seen thousands, if not millions of photos of Derek Jeter. So we had to do a special cover. So we had visual uh, artist Sanford Green draw a one-of-a-kind cover that really encapsulates, you know, what he means to baseball and the city of New York. What was his buy-in throughout this whole process? I imagine he came and was fairly involved in this whole process. Is, is he excited about this? Oh, he's super excited. He, he's super excited. We did his shoot in Miami. We got to talk about a lot of different subjects involving baseball, where he sees the sport, how happy he is to see all of this young talent in the sport, really getting to showcase their skills and their personality, you know, and his love and excitement that, you know, we're introducing the Negro Leagues this year. As well as Derek Jeter, there are tons of new legends already announced in this game. And, you know, I haven't seen this many legends announced pre-game really before. Normally, there's a lot that come out throughout the year. But already this year, obviously, Derek Jeter being one of them, McGuire and Sosa being two other huge names, David Wright, one of my favorites. Um, let's talk a little bit about the legends announced this year and 
how in the world, Ramon, is it such a big year for Legends? This is awesome. Well, you know, you know, Jason Villa, who handles all the licensing, and Luis Martinez and Stephen Haas and the live content team, they go in a war room, you know, every single year to create this new list of legends that we'll, we'll try to acquire every single year. And every year they set a new bar. I don't know what they're going to do next year. <laughs> I have no idea what they're going to do next year. This year is really, really special. You know, we, we finally have Derek Jeter back in the game. We have Sosa and McGuire. Everybody's been asking for them. Chili Davis, like you mentioned, David Wright. And not to mention, and people are kind of glossing over this, the eight Negro League legends are going to be insane. I, I can't wait for that. And uh, yeah, so with with these legends, obviously a bunch of new names announced are, I'm assuming throughout the year, there's going to be some that haven't been announced as well. Is that true? We have a few. We, we're holding back a few. Okay. What is a little bit of a, a glimpse of it look like to, to get legends on board? How do you get guys that are no longer playing in Major League Baseball back in the game? Well, we, we have a unique situation because we have to sign every pretty much all individuals who are retired individually. So we have to reach out to them uh, if they're still alive and their representation or if, you know, they passed away. We have to reach out to their family or their estate to be able to get their license, the, uh, the, li the, the rights to their likeness, be yeah. able to put them in the game. So it's a very, very difficult process. You know, as I mentioned before, Jason, Steven and Luis. They've been doing a fantastic job of acquiring the legends that people want to see in the game for quite a while now. Incredible. This year is awesome, man. And speaking of this year, one thing that, you know, for the game of baseball, I'm a huge advocate. Growing the game, that's my goal. And the WBC this year was so huge for the game of baseball. And I've been extremely outspoken over my years doing this with Flippin' Bats about how important I think MLB The Show is to growing the game as well and getting people familiar with some of the younger players in the game by doing future stars cards and stuff like that. So is there going to be anything correlated there? Is it, was it possible for you guys to do world baseball classic stuff in the game this year? Yes. So we're introducing world baseball classic uniforms and players this year, which is a first for the franchise. And if you've been watching our socials, those WBC player cards are absolutely incredible and we still have you know a few surprises within those wbc cards people are going to see ex we're giving people exactly what they want awesome is it, it was it possible for you guys i don't know how the rights work with with major league baseball and the world baseball classic is it was it possible to do like a in-game wbc style tournament or are you just able to do players cards uniforms and stuff like that you know, Major League Baseball and the WBC have been wonderful partners, but for this year, we really wanted to focus on how can we get our foot in the door yeah. with the WBC, and it's introducing all of the uniforms and introducing the players. And a lot of these players have never been in MLB The Show before, so we're really excited about their inclusion. Yeah, I saw some of the names involved, and really just some players that you might not have ever heard of before the WBC that had a good tournament and you learn their name and now they're in this game this year, which I just think is, is the coolest thing. Uh, Ramon, I want to talk about the Negro Leagues collab and uh, what's going on this year. I think uh, of everything we've talked about, this is by far the most important. It's the coolest in the game, I think, to be able to learn about the past history of baseball and why we're here today. And I'm hopeful, and it appears you guys are going to help tell that story while making it fun to do in the game. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the collab going on this year between you guys and LB The Show and the Negro Leagues. 
Yeah, so that, the Negro Leagues collaboration has been in the works for quite a while now. You know, it's a collaboration between PlayStation, Major League Baseball, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, and Bob Kindred, who's not only a Negro League historian, he's also the president of the museum. And what we really wanted to do was use our platform as a way to shed a new type of light on the museum and a forgotten part of baseball and American history. And we're so excited about how we were able to do this in the game. And we really can't wait for people to try it out and learn a thing or two. As you mentioned, some of the legends that were announced, uh, can you can you go over those names again? Because I'm pumped about it. Yeah, it's like, you know, Buck O'Neill, who probably the vast majority of our fan base have has never heard of. You know, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum doesn't get built without Buck O'Neill. You know, and Buck O'Neill finally was inducted into the Hall of Fame, you know, last year. He's one of the best first basemen to play in the Negro Leagues. You've got Hilton Smith, one of the best pitchers that most people have never heard of, who also was a two-way player, played in the outfield. You've got Martin DeHigo, you know, El Maestro. He played all nine positions and played them well. <laughs> the only player enshrined into five different countries baseball hall of fame and nobody knows about him john donaldson one of the best pitchers in the history of the game his numbers are insane when you look at john donaldson's numbers it is ridiculous how people don't know much about him and the list goes on and on the father of black baseball rube foster um jackie robinson and you people may say oh jackie robinson's been in the game before he has but he hasn't been in the game as a kansas city monarchs playing shortstop you know, and then we round off and we have the immortal Leroy Satchel Page, which if you're a baseball fan, you've probably heard of the name Satchel Page. But what you probably don't know about Satchel and all of these players is one, how good they were two the stats they put up and three, all of the hardships that they had to go through just to play a game that they loved. And we're so happy that we're finally going to be able to tell a little bit of their stories in a fun and interactive way in this brand new game experience called Storylines. I, I can't wait, man. I, I keep saying what how much wonders you guys do for the game of baseball, but this is arguably the most important thing that I think has ever been done. And it's so special and so so thankful for you guys to be able to do this and for me to be able to go in and play this story, load, uh, story mode. Uh, one more question for you on this front. I don't know if you're able to say anything here, but Josh Gibson, one of the greatest of all time, I think, never got to see him in Major League Baseball. Is he in it this year? Can you not tell me? Is he not going to be in it? Where are we at with Josh Gibson? Right. So the mode is called MLB The Show Presents Storyline Season 1. And the reason it's called Season 1 is because there was no way that we were going to be able to tell the breadth and the depth of the Negro League story yeah, in one cycle. Uh, it's a multi-year partnership. It's going to take cool. us five, maybe plus more years to be able to tell the stories about the players, the teams, and what the Negro Leagues meant to not only baseball history, but American history um, as well. And so we knew we needed to take our time. And every year's roster, we wanted to have some heat, some, some well-known names, some transcendent names. That's why Satchel Page is attached. That's why Jackie Robinson is attached. Yeah. At the same time, we wanted to have some other names that you might not have known about, like a Hank Thompson or a John Donaldson or a Hilton Smith. But we also wanted to save some heat for later. Like there are so many more names that we need to talk about, like, you know, a Josh, a Josh Gibson. But Josh Gibson is not a part of Storyline Season 1. Hopefully he'll be a part of Storylines down the road, along with so many other names uh, that the list just goes on and on. 
So are these going to be a, a separate game mode? Will these players be able to have cards in Diamond Dynasty, or is it completely separate entities here? Yes, they do have cards in Diamond Dynasty, but to be able to unlock those cards, you have to learn a little bit about their struggle and who they were, the players, before you can unlock them. And so that's where storylines comes in. Uh, there are really eight, cool. yeah, there are eight storylines this year. Every player has their own storylines, and it's a combination of very, very short, very interesting videos narrated by Bob Kendrick, which also has some custom illustrations and some custom motion graphics to really bring these forgotten stories to life. And then you go in game and, and play as them, you know, but they're wearing, you know, Negro League uniforms. The bases are different They're You're playing in Negro League stadiums. The crowd looks the way that it's supposed to because the crowd was completely different during Negro League games. So every step of the way, we tried to make this a very, very special mode. And when you complete a storyline, that's how you unlock their card and their and their equipment, how you unlock the stadiums, how you unlock the jerseys. Everything about the Negro League players and how you unlock them is tied to storylines because we need you to learn a little bit about them before we can give you their card. No, that's so cool, man. It makes me so happy to hear that. I'm so excited to, to actually do it. And admittedly, I don't know as much as I wish I did. I, I think that that goes for most people. So as it goes on, will you still, these cards that are released this year, will they move on as well? Or is it going to be, these are the ones this year, these are the ones next year? Uh, so next year, you know, we'll still have the same eight and then we'll introduce a new group Please. of players and their stories to go along as well. Diamond Dynasty this year, uh, what are what are some of the, the changes that we can expect to see? I think I saw Team Chemistry is now involved this year. What is that going to look like? Oh, man, you know, Steven, you know, Kyle Blake and Rory and Lane and Ashley and everybody on the live content team, they really, really revamped Diamond Dynasty this year. There are sets and seasons. There's going to be tons of 99s. Day one, we haven't even talked about the new programs that are coming out. There is so much incredible content coming to Diamond Dynasty, and we can't wait for everybody to play it and try it out. On the other side of things, what about franchise mode? I know uh, myself personally, before I started streaming on Twitch and playing uh, Diamond Dynasty all the time because it's so addicting and I can't not play Diamond Dynasty, uh, franchise mode is what I used to play all the time. Are there any changes there fairly similar to last year? Oh, yeah. A lot. Big, big changes to franchise mode. You know, we have the new playoff format. You know, the designated hitter is there. We also have full implementation of the Otani rule and the draft and the scouting experience, you know, has been completely revamped. You know, baseball has a very unique draft uh, experience because you could draft the player, you know, first pick, second pick, third pick. And he just might not sign with you for, for whatever reason. And that's something that's kind of unique to baseball. So, you know, Tim and Clayton and the team, they really, really spent a lot of time trying to really revamp the franchise mode experience. And it really centers around the draft and scouting this year. Speaking of the Otani rule, I remember something you and I talked about last year was the Otani card in Diamond Dynasty. And we discussed how you know, the Otani rule became a thing, but in terms of like coding for the game, it was so difficult to have Otani do what Otani does because nobody's ever done that mm -hmm. before. And the game just quite wasn't around when Babe Ruth was playing back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this year with, with Shohei Otani, what can we expect to see with his car being used in a game in Diamond Dynasty game? Well, you know, now he can be, you know, he can pitch and be your designated hitter. And in days where he's not pitching, where he's resting, you know, he can still be your designated hitter. However he's been used in real life, you can use him like that now in Diamond Dynasty and in franchise mode. 
Awesome. That is so good to hear. Ramon, I, I'm so pumped for this game to come out. Uh, thank you again, my friend, for, for always joining me. This seems like a tradition at this point, so pumped to have you. Uh, anything else in this game um, that, that you are most pumped about that we haven't talked about yet? I know the new legends and the Negro Leagues, but is there something else that you maybe personally are really excited about this year? Oh, gameplay. The gameplay team, Chris Gill, Connor, Kyle, they went ham. Uh, this is the most dynamic and best gameplay, you know, we've ever shipped. And the entire team is so proud of it. And people have already seen it. They've seen it in the tech test. They saw it during our six-hour development tourney uh, last week. So gameplay. It, at gameplay, it all starts with gameplay. You know, Diamond Dynasty doesn't matter. Franchise mode doesn't matter. Road to the show. None of it matters if the gameplay is not good because all those modes are built off of the bedrock and the foundation, which is gameplay. And so we always have to lead with gameplay. And this year, the team has absolutely crushed it. What does that process look like with gameplay and like if you need to change the hitting engine like you said they dived in and just worked for hours and hours and hours like what what is that process like for them and I mean I don't know the technicality behind it and I'm sure you don't either but how much of a process is it for them to really dive in and almost open up the hood of the hitting engine and change it It's very difficult um because baseball as you know baseball is such a unique sport it's a, it's a sport of failure you know getting on base three out of every 10 time, 10 times gets you into the, the hall of fame. And it's such a unique sport to get right because if one thing is off, the whole thing can crumble. Uh, so Brian Ma, who's our lead gameplay engine program, you know, he's been doing this for like 15, 20 plus years. He's one of the most brilliant programmers in the video game industry. And he's one of the smartest people in the baseball industry. Nobody understands round bat, round ball physics like Brian Ma. And this year was all about making sure, one, we were giving you the correct feedback as a player, making sure that swing analysis box was showing you the pertinent information so everything made sense. Because what we hated seeing, you know, last year and probably even before, where you do something and you look at the swing analysis box and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why <laughs> the ball went there. And so we knew we needed to revamp that. So we finally revamped the swing analysis feedback and, and it's so good now. Like you're able to look at it and everything now makes sense. Uh, all of our numbers look incredibly well this year, but the team really looked at every area game. How can we improve? And when they looked at defense um, and outfield start transitions, you know, there's a big difference between the best center fielder in the league and the worst left fielder in the league. And how can we make these players play different and really expanding on the start transitions and how fast somebody moves and how they move to start to move to a ball was huge. So they really looked at that. They revamped it. They've revamped the button accuracy meter. They've added over 5,000 new gameplay animations. You know, they've made post pitching a little bit. I mean, not post um, gesture pitching a little bit more difficult when you're using pinpoint pitching. So every area of the game where they could change things up and make it better and put the controls more in the user hands, they tried to do that this year. And we, we're very confident that they've succeeded. Man, that's so cool. Ramon, I, I don't know how uh, I become a part of it, but as a guy that took down the office champ last year, how do I get involved in these developer tournaments and come down there again and try it out? Oh, just hit us up uh, around, <laughs> you know, January, February next year, and we'll see if we can get you down here. And then you've got to get, you know, Bob Kendrick on your show and take a trip down to Kansas City, go to 18th and Vine, uh, so you can see the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. You know, it's amazing. Uh, you got to get Bob Kendrick on your show.
I would absolutely love to, and I would love to get out there and experience it. I'm so, so grateful you guys did it. That's the coolest part of the game this year, hands down. So Ramon, thanks for hopping on my friend. I'm pumped up to, to get on and play. And I appreciate all the hard work you and the team have done as always for helping make this game better, which ultimately grows the game of baseball. Thank you so much, Ben. Uh, happy to be here. We can't wait for everybody to play the game. It was a, definitely a labor of love this year. <laughs> awesome, my friend. All right. Thank you. See it. See it. All right. I just wanted to thank again, Ramon, for joining me. This has become a blast having him on every year, pretty much the day the game releases. So uh, one thing you can look forward to here, codes. We got codes coming for free MLB The Show games. Um, as we've had in years past, we'll, we'll announce how we're doing it online. But I uh, got a couple, a, a bunch of codes to give away. So stay on the lookout there. And just wanted to thank again, Ramon, for joining me. That guy is the man. Um, he's a lot of fun to be around when I went down there and played at MLB The Show. And he's uh, obviously great to have on here every day. And what he's doing for that game is remarkable and what they're all doing. So I'm a big fan. I'm going to be playing now uh, the second it releases. So I hope you all enjoyed this. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Flippin' Bats anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But I appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy the game. And I will see you next time for another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.